honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Again, Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pod, MN, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, and Double Twist. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is an incredible pleasure to be back on board once again today to talk about some pretty exciting basketball. Some pretty exciting players. And the Timberwolves go two and two in four games? All right, well, 500. That's progress. It is. And there's no sarcasm involved here. You're seeing a team that's playing with more confidence. You're seeing a team that plays with some type of a rhyme and reason. And you're seeing stars emerge. The store of stores emerge. The Carl Anthony Townses and the Anthony Edwards. And all of a sudden, we're not missing D'Angelo Russell and Malik Bleasy nearly as much all of a sudden. I'm sure we'll miss them, and of course, again, the opening that they will bring, the uh, ability to open up the offense, so to speak, and keep the defense honest, so to speak, on the court to open up more opportunities for Carl and Anthony, or Ant, we'll say, can make things extremely interesting going forward, as long as D'Angelo Russell doesn't try to shoot us out of the game and drive us crazy, even uh, Hummelie Beasley can do that on occasion. My one thing that I'm a little bit worried about is I really like Anthony Edwards at shooting guard. I think it gives him more freedom to roam. The only thing is maybe he'll shoot less threes at small forward again when Beasley comes back, but yeah, shoot less threes. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes I wish he would until he gets better at it, but uh, boy, there's not a whole lot to complain about Anthony Edwards this week. There really isn't. Uh, He's emerged amazingly. 21 points in the 125-121 competitive loss last Saturday, the 13th of March, the unlucky 13th of March. Portland was kind of ahead most of the game, but the Wolves made it fairly interesting off and on. Portland just kind of pulled away in the end. Obviously, great third quarter for Minnesota. 37 total points. Gary Trent Jr. obviously emerging nicely in the absence of C.J. McCollum. Jalen Noel continues to shoot well. Uh, Carmelo Anthony just absolutely torched us down the stretch. And and Damian Lillard just kind of, uh, yeah, he installed the dagger. Installed the dagger, if that's an okay word to use. Anthony Simons had a couple moments as well. Is it Simmons? Is it Simons? It's Anthony Hardaway's uh, wannabe. It's uh, whatever he is. Uh, he had a he had a, he had a little bit of a dagger as well. But generally speaking, Carmelo Anthony had a great fourth quarter. Absolutely spectacular. He was the old NBA Jam once again. And then Damian Lillard again installed the dagger. Uh, Ricky Rubio's been playing significantly better. And one thing I really like about Chris Finch is he uses his big men more. And you're seeing more effectiveness from a guy named Juancho Hernan Gomez. He looks kind of good out there, actually. He gets rebounds. He He's efficient when he plays out there. He, I like Juancho Hernan Gomez a little bit. I like that he's getting minutes. Uh, I don't, I'm not begging for him to start necessarily. And, of course, generally speaking, the Wolves need a uh, an upgrade at the position, yes. But Hernan Gomez, at least he's a nice, solid rotation player now under Chris Finch. You know, I mean, I really like the Chris Finch actually uses big men and how uh, Ryan Saunders didn't. It was extremely frustrating at times. Uh, was Ryan Saunders just following the will of uh, Gerson Rosas, or what's the deal here? Obviously, Gerson Rosas has a high respect for Chris Finch, and Chris Finch likes to use big men a lot more. So, sounds like a man after my own heart, so to speak, out there, with the way he's uh, running this offense. He likes cutters and these horn sets and everything. It's pretty cool. Uh, really enjoy the style. It, obviously, he hasn't implemented a whole lot yet, but there's more common sense. And I just enjoy the way this team is playing under... Chris Finch. I mean, you saw competitive basketball. Unfortunately, a loss on Saturday night. Carl Anthony Towns, spectacular game. 34 total points. Uh, and there weren't that many threes taken in the game, which is okay. Unfortunately, we've been deprived of our uh, French dips quite a bit this past week, which is, yeah, I mean, because we're not just not hitting threes all that much. Only 10 versus Portland on Saturday. Again, a four-point loss. But a competitive game. Just old NBA jam became old NBA jam again. Carmelo Anthony when he gets hot and late in games back in the good old days at Denver. Not that I really liked that team or was a huge fan of his or anything, but <clears throat> yeah, but he, he was good. He was damn good against us, that's for sure. And had some great seasons for Denver. Uh, 
you know, you're seeing a lot of anti-Ryan Saunders in a lot of ways when you look at the win probability on Yahoo Sports, so to speak, because I like to use that. Uh, it's a stock chart that just, you know, if you're if you're a Portland fan and you're a Portland shareholder, I'm just playing around, and you see the collapse at the end, it's pretty cool. <laughs> and it, it's fun. This was an absolutely fun game. Uh, I was enjoying it with uh, Paul Tuniverse Caniff. Paul Caniff, an old, old friend of mine that I've known for many years, since 98 at least. Right after we graduated high school, we met in the... <clears throat> uh, we met just right after that at work. Uh, Damian Lillard, 38 points. He torched the Wolves again. Just It is what it is, a back-to-back situation. But I had a feeling the Wolves are going to win in the back-to-back. Wolves tend to do well in these games because they got the, uh, the younger legs. And you got to see Anthony Edwards reach 30. You got to see it happen. You got to see him get the career high. You get to 30. I kept talking about Anthony Edwards is finally going to get 30. And he just might be like one of those stocks as you watch the course of this week where when it finally breaks the glass ceiling... Like, say, it's a stock that's been trying to get to $8 forever, forever, and it finally gets to 8 and then next thing you know, it's 11 bucks. Holy crap. Holy crap. That's what's happening with Anthony Edwards. He finally broke the 30 plateau, and holy cow, we're seeing something special here very quickly uh, emerging. It is some fun stuff. Anthony Edwards attacking the basket. You're seeing, again, more common sense. He did shoot too many threes, which he always does. 14 three-point attempts. He made six of them, which is adequate. Those are adequate. It's adequate percentage. It's just a little bit too crazy sometimes for me. We did make 13 threes. That was one French dip game, at least. At least one. (laughs) We didn't make it with uh, the Lakers, and we didn't make it last night with the Phoenix Suns, but holy cow, what a game that was. Josh Akogi somehow got to the line and made 10 of 11 free throws, and he didn't make anything else. But solid play, though. Solid game for Josh Akogi. One of his better ones, actually. Only attempted two shots from the floor during the course of the game. And Jalen Noel, sometimes he's cold, but when he's hot, he's insane. Uh, absolutely crazy. He made four three-pointers in the game, which was great. 14 points off the bench for him. But Anthony Edwards, again, you're seeing a lot of three-points attempted, but you're seeing more attacking the basket, attacking the basket, attacking the basket, and eliminating the long two-point shots like the Andrew Wiggins days in the past. And sometimes you saw a little bit of Andrew Wiggins and Anthony Edwards from certain people saw that anyway. But I'm seeing something quite different. Uh, A lot of people are comparing him to Jimmy Butler and such. I think think if all goes well, he's going to be better than Jimmy Butler. What do you think of that? Like I said, if all goes well, Anthony Edwards will be better than Jimmy Butler. That's my belief. That is my belief at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously he's not there yet, obviously. And you, and you had Dwayne Wade comparing him to Dwayne Wade and like a better version of Dwayne Wade. What do you think of that? Dwayne Wade saying that himself. Three-time NBA champion and one of the greatest players in Heat history. In fact, he's, he's, he, he is Mr. Heat even though they've had a lot of great players, including LeBron James, but LeBron just wasn't there long enough to be Mr. Heat, so to speak. Will Anthony Edwards be Mr. Timberwolves someday? Obviously, it's quite a mountain to climb versus Kevin Garnett, but uh, you just never know. I mean, you just never know. (laughs) You you never know. Maybe maybe we found the gem of gems, and I'm, I'm hoping so. What a beautiful game this was. It was so much fun, and then when Chris Finch talks... And I, I just put my feet up and relax. See, a lot of times when Ryan Saunders would have his press conference, my mind would be bouncing all over the place. I'd be thinking about other things. It's just like, okay, you know, and I, I couldn't relate really to a lot of the stuff. It was kind of sad, and I love Ryan Saunders. But it was just for some strange reason, I couldn't really relate to what he was saying. And then I sit back and listen to Chris Finch, and it's like, he sounds just—he sounds almost the way I would as a head coach. <laughs> almost, if I got that golden opportunity to coach anything, if I got to coach peewees, you know. Okay, maybe not quite that that low end, but <laughs> like young adults or something, or or uh, high school or something. But a lot of common sense, you know, cutters and all that, and not taking long twos only when the shot clock is at the end, you know. Instead of like Andrew Wiggins is just kind of doing whatever they wanted, uh, and like a D'Angelo Russell just doing whatever he wanted, that type of stuff could drive you crazy. Uh, there's there's just more structure now. And it's not like it's like, oh, God, you have to do it exactly this way or you're going to be benched. You know, it, he's nothing like that. But you're getting a vibe, though. Like, there's just more common sense out there, more structure, and we're using bigger players. And we're, you know, and I love guys cutting to the basket where everyone feels good when plays are executed. You're not turning the ball over so much. Now, Carl had seven turnovers in the game. Uh, so, unfortunately, obviously, you know, P- Portland attacked a bit, got some steals, and good for them. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Uh, 
the Wolves still managed only 12 total turnovers in the game, though. He did protect the basketball pretty well. It's just Carl had seven, unfortunately for him. Apologize for, uh, <laughs> sorry for the, sorry for bringing that up. It just is what it is. That Anthony Edwards' ability to, you know, he has a uh, sidestep three, a step back three, and of course his first step to the basket and his explosiveness where defenders are now respecting his ability to power through them. And, they, and on occasion, they're literally just like, okay, forget it. I don't want to get posterized. You're seeing the, 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 the defense literally divide in front of him. Like, it's too late. It's over. He's going to dunk. What are you going to do? It's becoming that way with Anthony Edwards now. And that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, he's, he looks like the kind of guy who's going to be a 10, 12, 15-time All-Star if, if he keeps heading that direction. If he keeps heading in, uh, in the direction that the momentum is showing, Anthony Edwards is going gonna, is gonna to be one hell of a player for this team for many, many, many years. Because he's doing this at age 19. Sit back and think about that for a moment. Think about what Anthony Edwards is doing at age 19. Think about what Kevin Garnett was doing at age 19. Am I bashing Kevin Garnett? No, but I'm making a comparison here. And it deserves some type of recognition. It, it deserves recognition. I'm sorry, it does. I, I know all of you love Kevin Garnett. He's the greatest player in franchise history. Uh, I don't like the way the guy talks sometimes. I think he's just a little bit too much. I think he's I think he's kind of hateful, actually, to be quite honest. But hopefully uh, he can... Hopefully he can get past what's what's been eating at him for many years, and I do understand some of it. Just sometimes you got to let things go. Uh, there I go, going way off. But uh, Anthony Edwards, his his ability, he he is a go-getter, and that's something this franchise has needed forever. Remember how fans would just be screaming, "Take over, take over, damn it, Kevin, take over," and it just never seemed to happen. And occasionally it would against teams like Sacramento, particularly Game 7 in that second-round series. That was absolutely great. That was the best game of Garnett's career, in my opinion. It was a defining moment of his career. He looked like a league MVP on that night. But so many times, he just didn't seem to take charge. And it was extremely frustrating. Where Anthony Edwards seems like a guy that's already starting to take charge at age 19. It's pretty damn cool. Pretty damn cool as we move forward. Timberwolves will play the Los Angeles Lakers. Just add an S at the end. Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, it says Los right there. It's in red. 137-121. It was a, you know, it was just one of those games. The Wolves actually played fairly well in the game, but you never really got a feeling we were going to win. You never really did. It's like, okay, we're hanging in there in the first half. That was a lot of fun. And then it just kind of gradually kept declining. It got into the third and the fourth quarter. Guys like Montez Harrell, 25 points off the bench. Halen Horton Tucker, my goodness, 16. Kyle Kuzma always kills the Wolves, always. What the hell? It's frustrating as hell to watch. Uh, LeBron James cribble dribble in his sleep. He, it's just like nothing to him. It's like, you know, he's just uh, he's just an artist out there painting another, uh, you know, Mona Lisa. That's pretty much what it looks like when he gets a triple-double. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, the Anthonys. Okay, I, uh, I'm just messing around. 29 points each which was a harbinger of what were to come in a couple of days of uh, two guys scoring an equal amount of points and pretty big numbers. 29 points for Carl, 29 for Edwards, Anthony, Edwards, Ant, whatever you want to call him, Cat and Ant. Good field goal percentage, though. 50% for Anthony Edwards. Good field goal percentage. Good three-point percentage, too. Three of seven. Carl struggled from downtown. And again, the Wolves just couldn't stop this Laker team when it mattered most. That's just how it goes. I'm a little bit, tiny bit disappointed with Jaden McDaniels the past couple games. Not as aggressive. Seems like he's a little bit less involved. He's been getting the minutes, and he provides some defense. But I'm not feeling the energy that I felt the past few weeks. Hopefully that comes back. Jalen Noel is as dangerous as ever. couple blocks for Jalen Noel. Where did that come from? He's actually an okay defender where he can kind of get in the passing lanes and such. He's actually good at that, uh, preventing uh, a flow of offense in front of him. Ricky Rubio, one of his better games with the Wolves, 8 of 11. Man, he even hit a couple threes, 12 assists, 3 steals, only turned the ball over once, 12 to 1 assist to turnover ratio, and 19 points. Ricky Rubio had an awesome game, and he has been playing way the hell better. And there's obviously there's obviously a connection between Rubio and Edwards. Like, Ricky Rubio admires Anthony Edwards, and Anthony Edwards admires Ricky Rubio. There's clearly a connection between those two. They're a bit on the same wavelength. Uh... And there's a positivity uh, happening right now. Rubio feels Anthony Edwards' positivity, and Anthony Edwards feels Ricky Rubio's leadership skills. It's it's kind of cool. 
makes me actually want to keep Rubio more than I have in a while, <laughs> more than I have most of the season when I sit down and analyze that. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, you know, decent week, obviously. He was okay. Not the sexiest numbers. He doesn't always get the minutes. But he certainly didn't have a, he, he, he certainly didn't have a bad week. The, the junkyard dog. I mean, he is a junkyard dog. It is what it is. Um, and Jake Lehman has been starting most of the games. It's a little bit of a funky lineup with Lehman and Vanderbilt out there, but at least the defense is solid. Lehman's an underrated defender. He's another guy who just kind of gets in the way. Like, he doesn't block shots like, like crazy or anything, but he just gets in the way, and he plays well. And give him credit. He plays well defensively. Um, and Vanderbilt's a good, solid rebounder. Love what Hernan Gomez can do at times with the rebounding as well. And Carl's obviously the best rebounder on the team, but not a whole lot of rebounds were to be had in this one as the Lakers pretty much torched the walls down the stretch, making 57% of their shots, 50% from downtown. There's not a whole lot you can do in that situation. The defense just wasn't that good, and the Lakers just know how to execute. They just they just know what they're doing. Uh, no Anthony Davis, no Marcus Gasol, no problem. They just got the job done, and Kyle Kuzma is a killer sometimes against the Wolves. He just torches us. It's frustrating to watch. But, uh, well, I mean, it's the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. What more can you say? The world champion Los Angeles Lakers are on the air. Thank you, Chick Hearn. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Chick Hearn back in, that must have been 85 or something back in the good old days. 86, you know, because they were the defending champions. Great team, obviously, back then, and they're like a great team now. They, they just know what they're doing. Well-oiled machine. It is what it is. Congratulations, Vince Germano, on the championship, and, and Stu Benson, and possibly another one or two coming. We'll, we'll see what happens. Unless the Wolves have something to say about it. Let's get to our feature presentation. Why did I go to that one? <laughs> the Phoenix Suns game last night. That's pretty much what we could call it. The Phoenix Suns game last night. <laughs> 123-119 Minnesota over Phoenix on the road. That's a that's a start. That's a that's a conversation starter right there. The Wolves hung in there. Phoenix built a significant lead of about 15 points, and then all of a sudden you just saw something change. You just saw, you know, obviously in the, in the early going Anthony Edwards was scoring at will. He was cutting to the basket. Carl Anthony Towns was hooking him up. Eight total assists for Carl Anthony Towns, again with those little no-look or behind-the-back type of passes, those quick little feeds to Anthony Edwards for layups and dunks. And then Edwards would hit a couple of those, again, sidestep and step-back threes and such. Got a little trigger-happy, which he always does. And then Carl just got red-hot from downtown, which really helped change the pace of the game as well. Oh, boy, my goodness. Attacking that basket like crazy. Uh, Anthony Edwards free throws. I can understand why he might have missed a couple <laughs> later on, late on because obviously he had some pain. Obviously his ribs have been bothering him from earlier in the Portland game when the Wolves won. He, uh, he uh, bruised his ribs a bit and he landed on his back pretty hard and he was rubbing it and saying, damn, like that. You could see he was struggling with a, a little bit of pain. And that's why he missed some free throws late as he was trying to get his 40 points. <laughs> he was at 39 and he missed them both. And they were crucial free throws. 8 of 13 from the line, but generally speaking... Anthony Edwards was downright spectacular with 42 points. Carl Anthony Towns, 41 points. 83 points between two guys. The bench was completely invisible until later on when Nas Reed started becoming a factor and Juancho Hernan Gomez really, really helped out down the stretch and had that huge dunk on the inbound from Ricky Rubio, which sealed the deal. He kept begging, please, somebody, please, somebody hit the dagger, hit the dagger. Guys kept forcing up threes and missing. It was frustrating a little bit down the stretch when the Wolves built that small lead over the Phoenix Suns, but ultimately the Wolves ended up winning the game. Oh, it was scary, though. Ricky Rubio had the ball in a situation where the Wolves had gotten a uh, rebound off of a missed three from, I believe it was Booker. Booker missed the three, and I think Carl got the rebound. Rubio had the ball, or actually Edwards had the rebound. He was a hell of a rebounder, too. Seven rebounds. He was getting some of those big ones. He really wanted that game, and I, I just love seeing his drive um, out there, and literally him driving to the basket as well, <laughs> which he does so well. Um, but Rubio forced a pass into traffic, which was tr uh, a turnover, and I was just I, beside myself. Luckily, Phoenix would not... <laughs> Phoenix would not uh, execute down the stretch, and the Wolves executed much better and ended up wrapping the thing up. But what an amazing effort. Uh, Anthony Edwards, just and Anthony Edwards, whatever it is, <clears throat> a little too trigger-happy from downtown at times, which can drive you crazy. But when he drives to the basket, everyone respects it. A everyone does, and they pretty much have to. 
If it's a layup, if it's a dunk, depending on the situation, an and one, as Edwards had a huge and one late, which ended up getting him in the 40-point range. Uh, Wolves just, oh man, down the stretch, great, great uh, execution. A 42-point effort for Anthony Edwards. It was a beautiful thing to watch. I mean, I've, I I just can't stop gushing about it. It was absolutely great. And Carl Anthony Towns' execution as well. Again, hitting those big, big, big threes, which originally put the Wolves ahead. He just felt so good. 5-7 uh, from downtown. And again, generally speaking, those inside plays as well. Some offensive rebounds, which he had three of. Anthony Edwards had three offensive rebounds in the game as well. Just overall, nice, beautiful, wonderful performance. Hernan Gomez, 14 points off the bench, like I was saying. Again, the bench was completely invisible for so long, for three quarters. And then all of a sudden, midway or so, but or so through the fourth, they started becoming a factor, and it was nice to see. Guys like Reed, guys like uh, even Noel hit a couple shots, and he didn't have a particularly good game, and, and, and Hernan Gomez was fantastic. Um, it was great. <laughs> Jade McDaniel missed a couple of free throws. The missed free throws down the stretch got under my skin a little bit, but whatever. The Wolves ended up finishing the job and beat one of the best teams in the league. You look at the infamous, or should we say famous, win probability chart that goes through the course of the game, win probability. It looked like, this looks like Ryan Saunders was coaching the Phoenix Suns. And again, I like Ryan Saunders. Sounds like the nicest guy in the world you know, I think he has an ability to be a head coach, but he might you know, think he's probably an assistant right now. Maybe a college coach. I don't know. He should probably be an NBA assistant for now. Maybe he can go into college head coach or NBA head coach later on as he approaches 40. But the whole game, <clears throat> Phoenix win probability was just way up there in the 70s, the 80s. The whole game, the 90s percentile, 94% through the fourth quarter at times. 95, 96%. It's unbelievable how high it was. And then, kaboom! It was like an unbelievable collapse for Phoenix and an unbelievable run for Minnesota about halfway through the fourth quarter. It went from, look at that, 91%. And just a matter of, it felt like about a minute or two. And then it just diminished, and all of a sudden the wall of 61%. And next thing you know, kaboom. It just explodes from 66% to 100 when the Wolves wrapped it up at the last moment. An absolute uh, shocker. A beautiful moment. Wolves fans feel like a million bucks after this one, seeing Anthony Edwards score 42 points. He eclipsed the 40-point mark against the best team in the league right now, the hottest team in the league on the road, and Carl Anthony Towns also eclipsed the 40-point mark. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not just because everyone else stunk, it's just because they were that good at the end of the day. Edwards' ability to cut to the basket and get around defenders. And yes, hit some threes, but not enough, unfortunately. <laughs> he might have had 50 if he was a little bit better at the free throw line and hit, a, hit a, maybe two more threes. Six of 13, which would have been a really good number, actually. Even one more, 45, and then a couple free throws. You know, shoot. He would have been at 48 to 50 range, depending on how well his free throw execution was. <clears throat> but he pretty much played at a 50-point clip, did Anthony Edwards. He played that well. And Carl might have gotten 50 as well. And only 24 field goal attempts, Carl Anthony Towns at 41 points. Anthony Edwards, 31 field goal attempts, which still isn't that bad. 15 and 31 isn't that bad. It's just under 50%. 42 points. Spectacular effort. Lots of fun. Absolutely a defining moment. And Wolves fans feel like a billion dollars. Not a million, a billion right now after that one. And hopefully we can continue that tonight against the Phoenix Suns again. On the road. We'll see. <laughs> back to back in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, sir. The Lone Wolf Award goes to Anthony Edwards. What an amazing week. Absolutely sick. We'll look at a couple stats real quick. I had this pulled up, and I better get to it. Uh, for the season, he's averaging 16.8 a game. Three-point percentage is only about 30, well, 31.5. Blah, blah, blah. Field goal percentage still 39%. That's weird. But as a starting shooting guard, 25.7 points. 43%, and then the same three-point percentage for some reason. Exactly the same. Now let's look at March. In six games, this is that's a pretty decent sample size now. Six games is, isn't nothing. 35 and a half minutes, 28.7 points a game. 28.7 points a game, almost two steals, 1.7. Five and a half rebounds, two and a half assists. Wow. And about 34% from downtown. Free throw percentage has dropped for some stinking reason. Let's get that back up. 71%. Yeah, because he's, he's struggled a little bit at the line for some reason. Um, 45.7% free 
from the floor. Not bad, eh? Not bad. Almost 29 points a game, though, in March in six games. That's a good start. That's a, that, that's a damn good... And it's March 19th today. So, obviously, you had the All-Star break. So, there's going to be a few less games this month. But it wasn't the longest All-Star break ever. Pre-All-Star, Anthony Edwards was averaging 14.9 and 37%. Wow. Post-All-Star, 47.9%. So, basically, 48% in five games. 30.6 points a game. Did you hear that? 30.6 points a game. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. A couple of great games here. A couple of great wins. I mean, winning in Portland is not easy. Winning in Phoenix is not easy. Freaking cool. The Wolves went 2-2 two and two and in very, very impressive fashion. The Johnny Flynn Memorial? <clears throat> I don't know. Does it have to go to Jaden McDaniels? I don't want to give it to him. I don't want to give it to Jaden McDaniels, but I, uh, he's been quiet. He's been quiet, so it's going to be a weak one. It's going to be a gentle one. It's a gentle one, Jaden. I'm not hating on you, I promise. Uh, Okogie is pretty invisible, like he usually is, but occasionally he'll make a good play. I can't just keep picking on him every week. And Jalen Noel, when he gets hot, I can't bash him. Uh, obviously, he didn't have a great game against Phoenix, but he wasn't terrible. McDaniels, hopefully we can get things going again. He was a plus eight, which is nice, and he had some good moments. This wasn't like his worst game or anything. Just hopefully he can get some of that offensive uh, confidence going again pretty quickly. And, of course, the defense is what it is. Jade McDaniels, a very gentle Johnny Flynn Memorial coming your way, unfortunately. With that said, we'll take a quick break, and we're going to preview three games coming up. Someone pinch me. Is this real? I think it is real. We are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Segment number two, we're going to look around now. We're going to look around at the upcoming games with the Phoenix Suns again. Yay. Oklahoma City Thunder and Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. Then we play Houston. Houston two-step in Target Center because of, you know, just the way the schedule is now. 10-31 and 31 is Minnesota. Phoenix 26-13. and 13. We gave them their unlucky number 13. Ha-ha. Well, let's see if we can have an encore. Let's see if we can do it. D'Angelo Russell, left leg soreness. Yeah, yeah, we know. Uh, arthroscopic surgery is really what it is. And no injuries for the Phoenix Suns. Knock on wood for them. That's one of the reasons why they're so good. Obviously, it's nice when guys are healthy. The series is tied. This is the rubber match. Can the Wolves win the season series versus the Phoenix Suns after getting torched by stinking uh, Devin Booker last time around? He was the one with 40. And then Carl and Anthony were at 40 last night. Now, who gets 40 tonight? Who gets 40 tonight, huh? Is it going to be another 40-point effort? Hopefully it's not Chris Paul. Hopefully it's uh, Anthony Edwards again. Or it's Carl again. And one of them gets 30. One gets 40, one gets 30. It's going to be some beautiful stuff. But uh, one way or another, it's going to be a fun game. I hope. We certainly hope so. Uh, rubber match, though, and it, that's, that's that's crazy. I mean, I'm sure Phoenix is going to be out for some revenge. But at the same time, hey, who's the younger team? The Timberwolves are. And the Wolves have actually played pretty well in these second games of back-to-backs. Can I pick a win? I don't know. I think it's a little scary. We obviously know who are, who's on the signs. We've talked about them extensively. Chris Paul, obviously. What an addition he is. Beautiful mid-range shots. He was very clutched down the stretch, but he didn't make the threes when they mattered. Last night, again, almost 50%, though, from the floor for a point guard is spectacular, like I talked about last week. Absolutely crazy. Uh, Devin Booker, 50% from the floor. He's just, you know, he's, he's dangerous. <clears throat> Everybody's dangerous out there. DeAndre Aiden, 50 or 60% as he gets a lot of those quick little passes and alley-oops and such, but he's, a, he's an awesome player. I love DeAndre Aiden. Wouldn't mind him on Minnesota. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to pick the... Uh, and it's weird seeing Cameron Johnson suddenly disappear. So is he hurt, or what's the deal with him? I'm not sure, because I didn't really see him. Did I? I, I, I didn't notice him last night. That's all i got to say about that. Uh, maybe I'm crazy, but maybe I was paying too much attention to uh, the, the main cogs, Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and of course uh, Anthony <laughs> Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, of course. Um, just for the law of averages and the way things, you know, I mean, it, it seems too good to be true if the Wolves actually win the season series of Phoenix. I think the Suns win this one, unfortunately. It looks like the Lakers have taken over the division. Yes, they have, and that's not too surprising. I mean, they're just, you know, they're the world, they're the world champion Los Angeles Lakers. Let's just leave it at that. 
Uh, Phoenix second in the league in field goal percentage, third in free throw percentage, sixth in three-point percentage, tenth in score and points scored, and 20th in rebounds. Wolves rebounded pretty well last night, to say the least. That was nice. Um, I think Phoenix wins in a close one, unfortunately, but I do expect... I think Anthony Edwards is going to get 30 again. I think he's going to get 30 again. Who knows? Uh, he's probably a bit banged up, and I hope he's going to be okay, but he sure heck is tough, isn't he? He sure is tough. Hope, hopefully he can maintain that, and uh, hopefully he has a quick recovery from some of those bruises and bumps and stuff like that. It's kind of, you know, it's it, it's not fun playing with a sore back, when, when you know, so hopefully that's not a big problem moving forward. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I expect him to get to about 30. I, I think it's going to be 30-30. I think they're going to go mine for 60-ish, but Phoenix wins final score of... 124 to 120. Minnesota does not win the game this time around. Booker and Paul are obviously what they are. Booker gets his 35 to 40-ish. Maybe he'll be the one at 40 again, which I'd hate to see. I would hate it. But I do expect Carl, uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards to both eclipse 30. Maybe Anthony Edwards gets 35-ish. I expect another great game, and maybe he goes out for 40 again and the Wolves win. But right now, just for law of averages, Phoenix wins 124 to 120 over your Minnesota Timberwolves. And again, I'm not, I'm certainly not rooting for that. Now we're going to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Who are they again? I can't remember who the Thunder are anymore. Uh, nope. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's been a few, it's, it's been a minute, hasn't it? No, we, we played them a couple of times. The Wolves won the first matchup, 106-103. That was nice. It was a much needed win. And then we lost, 120-118. I think that was one of those epic collapses down the stretch, which had a lot of us frustrated and angry. Yeah, so it is what it is. Uh, this is also a rubber match. Can the Wolves win the rubber match at this club? They're decent, but they're certainly not great. 17-24. and 24. They have injuries to Lagens <laughs> Dort with a toe injury. Darius Baisley with a shoulder injury. And George Hill, very familiar name. Sprained right thumb. He's been out forever. Since Jan 25 and D'Angelo Russell with the arthroscopic surgery. Yep, we're going to talk about that every single game because we have to, I guess. Uh, points scored, neither team is really high in that category. 26th for Oklahoma, 22nd for Minnesota. 11th in rebounds for Oklahoma, 21st for the Wolves. Field goal percentage, 24th. Wolves, 27th. Yeah, we got to really work on our field goal percentage. Our freezer percentage hasn't been good either. 22nd, but Oklahoma's even worse. 74.4, 26th in the league. And three-point percentage, Oklahoma's worse again. 0.3% less, 34.6, 27th in the league. This is a winnable game. Oklahoma has not been so great. <clears throat> they have won two out of their last five. They beat Dallas, which is our next opponent, 116-108, our next opponent after this game anyway, 116-108 on March 11th. They lost to the Knicks. Wow, 119-97. Mm. Memphis, they beat Memphis 128-122 on March the 14th. And then you move forward to the 16th. They lose to Chicago, 123-102. Wow, Zach Levine. Holy crap. And the Bulls have some nice players. It's not just Zach. And Atlanta's got some nice players, too. Wow. Whew. At Atlanta, 116-93. Pounded. So we'll see what happens with this club moving forward. The OKC Thunder. Where do you go from here, boys? Where do you go from here? They play Houston at Houston. Eh, maybe, maybe they'll win that one. They're certainly not as dangerous as they used to be just even a year ago. Houston could be a hell of a team to play against at times in the past, obviously. Al Horford's been a wonderful veteran addition to the club. 14.5 points, 7 rebounds, basically. Shy Gilius Alexander is leading the club in a lot of categories. 23.5. He's been a wonderful find for this team. Wonderful. Uh, one of the Another one of the guys the Wolves passed on. We'll just leave it at that. 41% from downtown. 51% from the floor. Wow. He has just been spectacular. Wonderful, wonderful find for Oklahoma City. He's kind of on a he's kind of on an island though, uh, and it doesn't help that Dort is out. That's certainly hurting Baisley. Those are two guys that are averaging about twelve points a game, and you know they 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 play a role. They play a role with the club. Uh, Himadu Diallo. I mean, what are all these guys? Jeez, it's a very interesting, strange group of players. They've won a couple games this year, but I picked the Wolves to win this one and win the rubber match. The Wolves will win the series versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Wolves will win the series versus Oklahoma. Anthony Edwards eclipse. I just think he's going to be on a tear. I mean, at least 25, but I keep thinking 30 again. I keep thinking 30, but I guess it is an Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins would always have his best games against Oklahoma City for some strange reason. No relation to Oklahoma whatsoever. Didn't grow up there. Never spent a minute there. Didn't go to college there. He went to college in Kansas. 
So, I don't know. Who cares about Andrew Wiggins right now? He's a Golden State Warrior, and I hate that team. Uh, but Shy, Shy is not a shy guy. He's really not. He's really not a shy guy at all. I mean, he is, whoo, whoo. He's leading the club in assists. He's, he's just been wonderful for Oklahoma City. But a little bit on an island. He could use a little help, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he'll get some as you go forward. And this sounds like a pretty good draft. That's why I hope the Wolves can, uh, you know, have a draft pick in the first round this year one way or another, I guess. <laughs> Depends on the situation, I suppose. Uh, trade deadline coming up. Maybe we'll get a draft pick. Maybe. And, of course, maybe we will uh, still get the third pick or, or higher in the draft. I mean, even if you're the seventh-ranked team going into the lottery, you still might win it all. You never know. And We might not be in the bottom three by the end of the year, the way we're playing right now. So, But the Wolves will defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're just not looking good right now. Wolves win. Final score, 123-116. to 116. I, I may even go further. Yeah, 123-110. to 110. I think the Wolves have a very nice, comfortable win over Oklahoma City, and I hope I'm right, but a comfortable win over, over Oklahoma City. Carl Anthony Towns gets his, gets about 28. Anthony Edwards about 25, maybe 33. I don't know. Uh, very strong possibility one of those two gets to 30, but I don't think both of them will. If the Wolves end up winning the game, maybe a spark plug type of effort from uh, Jalen Noel, like 20 points off the bench, something like that. It's going to be somebody, or Jaden McDaniels is 16 to 20. It's going to be someone off the bench, I think, is going to be a huge factor helping the Wolves win it. Wancho Hernan Gomez gets 10 rebounds and, and 10, you know, 16 points, something like that. It's going to be an effort off the bench. That's going to be a big piece. And, and Rubio, don't be surprised if he puts in a, a solid effort as well, like a 10-assist game. Just uh, It's going to be more of a team effort in this one. Dallas Mavericks. I, ugh, I don't like playing the Mavericks very much. It's always a pain. Uh, I know everybody loves uh, Mr. Lucic, obviously. And I like him too. I just don't like him as much as some of you. I just called him Lucic. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. What's what's wrong with me? I'm watching too much hockey. There's Lucic on the Calgary Flames. So my apologies. And he's not that good of a player. He's just greedy and he scores clutch goals. But I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Dallas has no injuries. Jeez. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Luka Doncic. And again, I apologize for my silliness. And I will leave it on there because I should own it right there. I should own up to it. Another epic collapse earlier in the year where the Wolves were doing okay and ended up blowing it against the Dallas frickin' Mavericks. 127-122. And I still hate that it doesn't show the date. I don't know if we're going to win this season series, but at least it's in Target Center and all that good stuff. This is the... What day is this game? I had it up March 24th, Wednesday. And then, yeah, then we go from there. We play Houston twice. Houston two-step Friday and Saturday. We'll be previewing those next week. Dallas is 20th in points scored, 25th in rebounds, 13th in field goal percentage, 12th in free throw percentage, and 19th in three-point percentage. Entertaining team, talented team, tough to beat at times, and uh, if Przingis is healthy, God, he's a headache. Przingis is a headache to deal with because he's just so freaking long. Man, he doesn't get dazzling rebounding numbers, but against us, he sure seems to. Luka Doncic is kind of a little bit of everything, obviously, including 28 points a game. Yeah, he's an MVP candidate, but he's not going to get it. It's going to go to LeBron, most likely. Josh Richardson had a very l lousy start to the season, but he's been picking it up. He's certainly been better, and fantasy players have been picking him up lately. Um, he's He's been nice. He's, he's become a better player. Dallas actually has a winning record, believe it or not, after a absolutely crappy start to the season. Now they're second place in the Southwest. They're in playoff contention now. And I think they'll make it. Dallas Mavericks should make the postseason, especially if you have 10 seeds against, you know, and they'll be playing Portland in between now and then. Uh, they are 3-2 and two in their last five. Not bad. San Antonio Spurs, they beat them. Again, Spurs are not what they used to be. 1-15-104. They lose to OKC, 116-108 in OKC. They lose to Denver. One, uh, they beat Denver, 116-103. Pretty impressive win there. Lose to the Clippers, shocking, 109-99. And then get they beat the Clippers uh, a couple days later on St. Paddy's. Probably because Dallas has a tiny bit of green, or at least they used to, and the Clippers never have. 105-89. Green. It was a green night for Dallas with the win there. Very impressive, actually. On St. Paddy's. I don't know what to make of this. The Wolves always stink against this team, but the way we've been the way we've been playing, the different coach, this and that. Could this possibly be a win and we go 2-1? and one? Could we actually have a winning week? Am I ready to pick that? I think we're not going to get swept by Dallas. I think we win this game. I think we actually win this game. And then maybe don't win the next one. I don't know. 
I don't think we're going to get swept by Dallas this year. They have been playing significantly better. They're a dangerous team. Extremely talented. I mean, uh, but at, at least it's in target center. And the way the Wolves have been playing, and we've been playing smarter, we're going to definitely play with a bigger lineup. Because small ball versus this club is, is suicide. It's freaking suicide against the Dallas Mavericks. They're, you know, they have some big players. You got to play big a little bit against them. A little bit. You know, I mean, they have big players all over the place. Tim Hardaway Jr., 16 and a half points a game. He's, he's obviously very solid. 30, 38% from downtown. You know, good, solid team. Obviously, Jalen Brunson has been really nice for them as well. Nice player, rotation guy. Uh, Wolves beat the Dallas Mavericks. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? We're not going to see 120s in this game. No chance. Unless it goes to OT, and maybe it will. And if it does, somebody's going to get 40 for Minnesota. But maybe I'm getting too optimistic on that one. Carl Anthony Towns, 35 points. 35 points for Carl. Anthony Edwards, 25-ish. I mean, Anthony Edwards is going to maintain that 25 or 28. I got a feeling that's kind of who he is. And maybe even in the 30s later on in his, uh, as he moves into his as he gets into his 20s, you know, in his, into his 20s and mid-20s, he might be a 30-point-a-game guy. But I'm beginning to think that might be who Anthony Edwards is already. 20 to 20, 25 points a game type of guy. He, he really might be there, which is pretty crazy, but it can happen. Obviously, look at look at guys like Luka Doncic, you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, they're kicking ass. Uh, and Anthony Edwards is a guy I saw last year in June... I saw something in Anthony Edwards last year in June when I was getting ready for the draft, and of course the months moving forward, uh, talking about the draft some more, but moving into the summer, as we got closer and closer, and I knew who we were going to, or I knew what, what draft position we were going to have as of August when we finally had the draft lottery, and I stuck with Anthony Edwards as number one. I, uh, and uh, LaMelo Ball has been spectacular, but I still think there's something extra special about Anthony Edwards that it may end up being he really is the best player after all, no matter what. Uh, as great as LaMelo Ball is, he might end up being the best player in the draft anyway. I, I just saw that. I saw the explosiveness. I saw the ability to drive to the basket, and I was praying for him to improve his shooting. That's all. And we're still praying for him to improve his shooting, but on occasion when his shot is on, he is, I mean, he, he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be a perennial 10-time-plus all-star if his shooting improves. There's no question. And even if it doesn't improve a ton right away, he still can make the all-star team as soon as next season with the way he's been playing, at least as a reserve. And if he keeps putting up those highlight plays and makes the turn rules better, he's going to get voted in as an all-star. He, he will. Believe me, he's going to be on highlights. I don't care if he's from Minnesota or from Los Angeles. I don't give a damn what team he's on. He, he, he will get voted in as an all-star if he continues to do what he's been doing at the end of the day. Uh, Timberwolves win, though. Final score of 116. That seems to be a trend with the Dallas Mavericks. 116 to 108. Minnesota wins by 8 over the Dallas Mavericks. Carl Anthony Towns, though, is the main star, but Anthony Edwards is going to maintain the mid-20s already. I got that vibe. I got that vibe that it's there. Something special already. Uh, and hope it, I, hope it just, I hope it just keeps growing from there. With that said, we'll take a quick break, and we're going to look at a fan interaction after this. back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number three, fan interaction segment, and to wrap things up, what a beauty of a show this has been. I've enjoyed every freaking second of it. At TWolvesEX, at TWolvesEX is the Twitter account, of course, at Wolves Explosion was suspended for a reason I'm still not 100% sure what happened. It is what it is, and I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, so, please join this Twitter account. It will be in the, uh, uh, it will be in the show description for... You know, obviously for obvious reasons, so you can find it. <laughs> that would help, right? Want to thank Vince Germano, Tanae Brown, and Levi Brown for retweeting the most recent show. Thank you so freaking much. Uh, episode 298, Finch's first win. This is episode 299. Haven't decided on the title yet. I have ideas, but I'm not going to say just yet. Um, so next episode is 300. Uh, will it be a big celebration? Probably not, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. 
<laughs> I'm just happy to get to that uh, milestone. It took way too long. I probably should have recorded more shows in like the off season, but yeah, you know, 300 is 300, and it's a 12 and a half year old show, so it's no joke. It's been around for many, many years. 13th season covering the Wolf Man. Can you imagine? Thank you guys, uh, to, uh, Vince Germano out of Australia, Tanae and Levi out of New Zealand. Greatly appreciated, Tanae, or excuse me, uh, Vince Germano, a part of the Courtside Podcast at CRTSDE.com. Or at uh, well, that's the at for the uh, <laughs> for the uh, fa- uh, Twitter account, and of course you can look it up. They have their own website and Facebook page. Courtside podcast, highly recommended. Wayne Hunt is a Memphis fan. He's the he's the alpha dog. Vince Germano and Stu Benson are Laker fans. It's a great uh, trifecta. Occasionally they'll have a guest. Occasionally one of them will be missing this and that, but that's how it goes. And you have three guys. Occasionally one guy's out because of busy or not feeling good or who knows. Usually busy though because we're adults. Adults get busy. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's part of life, you know. But uh, highly, highly freaking recommended. They're basically an NBA show, and they talk they talk about their teams, but they're generally an NBA show with a little twist with their uh, their their team. They, they might favor their little, their, their team is, uh, as we all would. I'd favor the Wolves, of course, regardless of when the Wolves weren't playing so well. But now, it's easy to favor the Timberwolves, isn't it? So, Nate Brown, out of New Zealand. Awesome guy. Legendary, legendary member of this show. Uh, a great friend of the show. He says, I think over the coming weeks, we'll see how good he is. This was, yep, Anthony Edwards, the Wayne question has been his defensive capabilities, and we've seen the scheme changing over the last two games. Yes, we really have. I was saying so far he looks better. It's really encouraging. Yep. Um, okay, yep. I, be- I was saying I believe. So what happened, this is what started the thread. It was on March 13th, Britt Robson locally. Uh, formerly City Pages, now he's of the Athletic. Uh, he might still write for the City Pages, I don't know, but mostly the Athletic, though, now. Uh, Finch's rotations are really getting enjoyable. He plays Hunt... He plays hunches and is influenced by what is going on on the court, but the pairs and trios within the units make a lot of sense and are synergistic. That's an interesting word. Um, <laughs> really good, uh, really good tweet there. And yeah, Finch. A lot of what Finch does makes a lot of sense. And uh, he's a coach. Finch is a coach. He is an, he is a head coach in the NBA. There's no question about it. Um, and uh, I'm not seeing. Uh, Wayne Hunt complaining about this guy. I'm sure he likes him very much. I remember how he uh, he was talking about uh, At Atkinson. He would have been an interesting guy as well. About the same age, same generation, like uh, older Generation X, you could say. Hard to believe Generation X could be getting in the 50s already, but yeah. Older Generation X or really, really late baby boomer, I guess, right around the border of that. Um, but yeah. Okay, he's talking about Finch, though. What's wrong with me? Tanae Brown was saying, yep, I think over the coming weeks we'll see how good he is. The main question has been his defensive capabilities, and we've seen the scheme changing over the last two games. It's certainly an improvement one way or another compared to uh, Ryan Saunders. And you know I like Ryan Saunders, but holy cow, he's been... Uh, he, Finch is a good coach. I'm, I'm seeing it, and of course we'll see more and more about it. I was saying Lillard was already falling over before Rubio... <laughs> before Rubio... Uh, what happened? Before Rubio touched him, no way that's an offensive foul. Yeah. Stupid freaking voice text. It was going to be like before Rubio bum, uh, ran into him, no way that's an offensive foul. And yes, Lillard was, was Lillard, Lillard was falling over and he also was shuffling. Luckily, the replay was right. And Levi was saying, wow, they actually got it right. And yeah, they did. There were a couple of overturned calls against uh, Portland Trailblazers in that game. It was a lot of back and forth. I wish I talked about him more when I did the review, but... That's partially where the fan interaction helps, though, because it's like little reminders when I tweet during the game. And now we get to the fun Phoenix game. Uh, Tanae Brown says, Okay, I was saying this is what I call epic. Both of our star players heading towards 40, and we're actually ahead in Phoenix. Tanae Brown says, The Timberwolves are so much fun to watch right now. Fantastic win. And isn't that true? I mean, it's really beautiful. Beautiful. Ryan also, uh... Yep, and GCB retweeted or liked when I said 41, when Anthony Edwards got to 41 points, one up with 42. Um, and then at the end of the game, I saved this for now because it's more of a fan interaction thing than an in-game thing. Anthony Edwards was being interviewed by Marnie Gellner, and it was the, the just beautiful energy, and he was talking about how much he loves playing with Carl Anthony Towns and how well they, they work off each other and such. And Anthony Edwards was kind of going on and on, which is, okay. you know, I like that he was going on because there's nothing boring that he was saying. And all of a sudden, Marnie Gellner says, all right, thanks, Anthony Edwards, great game, or something like that. Uh, 
all right, thanks, Danny Edwards. And then he was just like, looking at him a little bit taken back. He was like, uh, all right. Like, all right. Like that. <laughs> and kind of took him, took the ear. He, he looked a bit taken back, like, what the hell? Because he was still talking and she just cut him off. Like, up, oh, interview's over. It was weird. I don't know if it was her boss or if her audio was cutting out or she just did that. She felt like, okay, we got to get back to, uh, we got to let, we got to, you know, this is about us. You know, we're, we got to review the game. Uh, we we got to review the game. Give us our time. I don't know. I, uh, after a game like that, let him talk. Come on. Like, whoever, whoever's decision it was right there deserves a little slap on the wrist at least. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? If it was Marty Gellner or her boss, shame on you. That was stupid. He looked shocked. Like, okay, you're cutting me off? Wow. It's like, yeah, he talks He he talks a lot. Maybe he was talking a tiny bit too much. So what? He just scored 42 points and, and survived a lot of, like, Past couple of games, he survived a little bit of a scare with a couple of... I mean, he got banged up pretty bad and then stuck to it and beat two really good teams on the road and everything. I mean, let him talk. Let him talk. I mean, we we need that. We Look at Andrew Wiggins. would just be like, yep, we played well, and uh, we just need to do that again in the next quarter. Thanks, Andrew. It, there'd be that awkward silence. Like, that's all he's going to give you. Come on, Marnie. Come on, Marnie, or whoever her boss is. What are you doing? What the... What, what are you doing? That was weird, man. I, 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 And there was no explanation as to why afterward. And hopefully I hear about something on local radio today because I always listen to the podcast, you know, of like, you know, Score North and K-Fan and stuff. Hopefully somebody says something because that, that was weird. Ryan locally, I don't know if he followed back. I gave him a follow. Sounds like a cool guy. Come on, shame on you. Follow back, man. <laughs> Maybe he still will. Yeah, yeah, I was saying, what the hell? That was messed up. Why did she cut him off? How did I say it? Yeah, why did Marnie Gellner cut, just cut off Anthony Edwards? That was messed up. And Ryan said, I thought the same thing. I wonder if her audio cut out or something. I hope that's all it was. Something like that. Um, he says, I was looking forward to hearing his answer, too. It bummed me out. Uh, Huber Deuce says, it's like she killed it as soon as he mentioned LeBron coaching the team. Yeah, that was kind of weird. That was weird, wasn't it? And, yep, Vince Germano says, loved it, because I was posting about, um, yeah, I responded to Tanae Brown saying it was absolutely a pleasure. We've had a couple of good games, but this one took the cake. This is the best, this is the best since going into Golden State in the 70-win season, I think, yeah, when we actually beat them. Um, yep, and then there was this, uh, the exact opposite of what happened during the Ryan Saunders era. I showed that the uh, win probability chart on Yahoo, people like that, they're like, holy crap. And then the Lord have mercy. 41 and 42. Carl and Anthony with Yahoo Sports. People were liking that a bit. Vince Germano simply said, loved it. And uh, I mean, how, how can you not? It was beautiful. Yeah, that was showing the uh, the uh, the uh, box score, basically, with those two. And Nick, Nick Timas as well. Nick Timas, local, not locally, from Australia. Awesome, freaking awesome guy. He just said, wow. Like, he, he couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe what he saw either. It was awesome. Uh, a lot of people liked it. I was about what was that all about with uh, Marnie Gilner. Uh, I hope I hope that wasn't Marnie. I don't know. She doesn't seem like the type that would do that, but I don't know. There might have been somebody in her ear like, hey, we got to keep moving. Well, screw you, man. Man or lady. Whoever did that. Who, whoever said we got to keep moving, screw you. You know, I mean, we finally have somebody with personality. Most of the Timberwolves interviews have been boring over the years. Rubio's decent. Carl's decent. Anthony Edwards is better, man. He's better. He's, he's the best interview the Timberwolves have had, uh, at least since Jimmy Butler, because Butler can be weird but really interesting. Um, man, I don't know. That was a that was a mistake. Whoever did that, mistake, 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 mistake. Okay, I made my point. Let's go. Uh, that was the Twitter page. Now we'll go to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion, facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Wayne Hunt, Wayne Rain Hunt. He's, waning, uh, he's raining down those threes in Memphis, right? but, of course, from Sydney, Australia. He says, I tell you one thing. Anthony Edwards is the future of this franchise. Parentheses, forget towns. Some, and, he, and I know he didn't mean that in a mean way. He's just like, yeah, no. I think so, too, Wayne. I think he is. I think Anthony Edwards is the future of the franchise. I think he's the legitimate number one pick this team finally got. Um, sometimes I have to remind myself the kid is just 19 years old. And, yes, put that into perspective. 19 years old and what he's been doing out there. Continue with that. What Wayne says, build around him now. Don't wait for him to burn out. 
you got to love how the new coach is making him a focal point on offense. Quick question, though. Moving forward, with Anthony's play recently, and if he can stay consistent, is Beasley on borrowed time in Minnesota? Thoughts? He might be, because I like Anthony Edwards as a shooting guard more than a small forward. I la- uh, He has more ability to penetrate to the basket, playing out on the perimeter. Obviously, small forward, you can play on the perimeter as well. Plenty of small forwards do, but not as much. Not as much. I think he has more room to reign. He has more mobility out there on the on the perimeter. And he is 6'5". He's not 6'8", like Andrew Wiggins, 6'9", you know. So that's another thing to think about. It could be. And if we want a legitimate power forward, Beasley might be a piece that could be traded. Of course, again, the suspension and the off-the-court issue may have lowered his value a little bit. But, my God, the guy can, can play. He can absolutely play uh, Beasley. So hopefully the people that might be uh, looking to trade for him consider that as well. Awesome, awesome post, Wayne Hunt. Keep him coming. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate that. Uh, good thoughts. And uh, thank you for asking for my thoughts as well. <laughs> Comment again on the face of case, the same box score deal where I said, Lord have mercy. Tanae Brown says, Edwards is is uh, Edwards going to the line 13 times is a thing of beauty. All in the second half too. I'm assuming Finch told him to get downhill more during the break. And yes, yeah, keep attacking the basket. Don't just be launching threes all day. Attack the basket. And then there's the anti-Ryan Saunders era uh, deal where, yep, there's Wayne Hunt. There he is. He's back in the hoose. Back in the hoose. It's just a Scottish accent. Sorry. I feel like half of the turnaround is the player rotations and holding players accountable. Yep. Yep. See? I know I know there's been a lot of hate towards D'Lo recently, but just you watch him shine with the right coach. Implementing the right culture is 90% of winning teams. 10% is talent. You have a good point there, and when you add the talent with the the winning culture, wow. I mean, you, you might have something truly special here in Minnesota. You've got four legitimate players potentially here. Obviously, Towns and Edwards might be the franchise-type players. Um, let's say Edwards even ahead of Towns, possibly. We'll see. He hasn't gotten quite there yet, but he's. Uh, I, I agree with what uh, Wayne Hunt said, though, that he is the future. Um, Beasley's super good, and obviously D'Angelo Russell. Both of them can keep the defense honest, and free things up even more. And that could mean more penetrating to the basket, regardless what position Anthony Edwards plays. Obviously, small forwards can play on the perimeter and attack the basket as well. So it's silly of me to just uh, say he can't. Uh, just playing him at small forward is a d- dumb idea. He's got the physicality to do it. That's the good part. It's just, you know, hopefully defensively he doesn't struggle because the guys are taller than him and such. But his athleticism in meeting Anthony Edwards is so spectacular, it might not even matter. Uh, down uh, down the line, so to speak. With that said, what an absolute pleasure today was to do this show today. Absolutely beautiful. And the sun is shining. It literally is right now, Friday morning. Beautiful blue sky. I'm spreading my arms out right now. Temperatures have been hovering in the 50s the past couple of days again, which is great. Hopefully Anthony Edwards' first 50-point game isn't too far away either. <laughs> it's 43 right now, I guess, is the temperature, which is fine. Maybe Edwards will get 43. That'd be a new career high. Uh, yeah, I mean, spring is beautiful. We're finally getting some sunshine, and it's going to be a nice, pretty weekend out there. Looking forward to that, getting some exercise and <laughs> stuff like that. Exercise is so much better than just sitting in a stupid building all day working. It gets boring after a while. Obviously, it's life. you got to work, but it's nice to have some time off, or at least a weekend as well. At least a weekend. A day or two off is worth a million dollars sometimes. It truly is. Um <clears throat> So with that, again, thank you so much. Now let's get to the uh, contact details. If you want to get on the show, your voice is mine, which would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Audio submission is what I like to call it. Simply open up a free voice recording application on any smart device on the planet. Open it, like I said. Press record. Treat it like a phone call. Hit stop. Save it. And share it slash email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at yahoo.com, which also will be in the show description. As always, I will then convert the file into an MP3 file, thanks to Zomzar.com, because obviously M4As don't work with Audacity. That's the software I use for recording. Um, That would be just so awesome. You would lead off fan interaction, and I would thank you all so very much. Please do write a positive rating for Timberwolves Explosion on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Audible. Those are the three applications that I know allow that, or that have that service. They have that ability to write positive or negative reviews of shows. Hopefully you'll write a positive one about this one on one of those. If you do, greatly appreciate it. And thank you so much in advance. I will give you a shout-out and a thank you on air so very much. Uh, That would be so appreciated. Please tell your friends about the show. Keep spreading the word. 
Oh my gosh, and I'm almost forgetting something. I knew I was forgetting something the whole time, and I'll get it in now, and I wish I got it in sooner. <laughs> the Vigit application. I need to get better about this. <laughs> I need to actually create an ad, which would help a lot. But the Vigit application, V-I-G-I-T, it's two separate words. It's an application on Apple or Google, so you can get it at either one. There are four different ways to use the app, and of course, the, the social media. You can post about your picks and see what others are saying about games. Vigit Betting Leagues, a month-long betting competition to see who is the best sports better over the course of a month. Uh, you bet free coins and win real prizes. So it's actually, it's play money. It's play money. You start off with 2500 like, play money. It looks like Bitcoin, kind of. You know, that's probably what the bit is. It's just for fun, though. But it's not real money, but you can win real prizes. You can compete against your friends and such. Uh, betting stats, there's great information available on Vigit like the line movement where the public is betting this and that. So like any game, like Warriors versus Mavericks or whatever the heck, or, you know, obviously March Madness is a huge thing. There's a March Madness special right now for you to keep up with all the games. You can bet on there. And again, you are not using real money. It is not real money. It is a, you know, it, it's play money, but you can win real prizes. The referral code is Paladino Live. So that way you can say when they ask for a referral code, Type in Paladino Live, all one word. That way they'll know who sent you. That would be myself, Paladino Live, or, you know, the Paladino Live Network. Apologize for reading this so late, but hopefully you're still listening and hopefully you're willing to do that. The Vigit application. Vigit application. I need to actually create an ad, but I like doing it on the fly as well. But if I forget, it's not good. So I deeply apologize for that to Vigit in a big way. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you're still listening, and please do join it. It'd be greatly appreciated. And again, please write Paladino Live in the referral code. That will also be in the show description. With that said, have a wonderful week. Go Timberwolves. Keep it up. Go Anthony Edwards. Go Carl. And maybe we'll get to free up our uh, offense some more when the other two guys return.